0: This is our interactive Bible study. It's our midweek service. And today, we're continuing in the same vein that we started on Wednesday. And on Wednesday, I came here and I spoke to you and led you in a very different direction, talking about attitude. And we discovered that attitude attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference for good or for evil how many of you remember that attitude now let me ask you since the time you heard it have you adjusted your attitude at least a little bit help me look at someone say at least a little bit when they're correcting you now you don't frown as much anymore when somebody annoys you you don't return evil for evil glory to god now i'm going to press forward um a a little bit more. Um, This day, particularly, uh, as I'm very pleased to hear that a lot of people are taking this message very seriously. Maybe it's time for me to even appreciate our E-team. They've been posting nice um, slides about the quotations. Come on, help me celebrate our E-team. It just helps. It just helps when they post a slide about what has been taught. It reminds us and it keeps us on our toes because, as much as we want you to get it right, the enemy wants you to get it wrong. We will not miss it in Jesus' name. It is one thing to talk about attitude. I want you to listen to me very well. It's another thing to talk about the right attitude. Somebody say the right attitude. I can't hear you. The right attitude. You know i thought about it that no matter what we talk about attitude the one that really matters is the right attitude you know i did some grammatical um computation and i realized whether you call it good attitude positive attitude encouraging attitude uh grateful attitude all of them can be compressed into one word the right attitude help me come on now if you want to clap go ahead and clap yeah It's a grammatical compilation or composition. You jam everything into one word. So I want the word right attitude to become a very common thing um, spoken in Grace Assembly, that in our talking, those words will pop out of our mouth, the right attitude. So what we're going to talk about today is captured in the two words, the right attitude. But the slide is up and this slide talks about good attitude, good outcomes. Can you say that? I didn't say you should look. I say say something. Who is that person on the screen? Now, incidentally, you're getting distracted. (laughs) Incidentally, um, on my social media, uh, handles as I have been advised that at least once a week wants to to expose something. So I posted this before I received the message. I looked at the picture and I said, what does this picture represent? I said, it represents good attitude. And I I said, what comes after good attitude, good outcome? I posted it. So when I was preparing for this service, I had done Wednesday, I had done Sunday. It suddenly occurred to me those weeks, they go back to your post. I said, sure you mean I had revelation when I did this? I said, all right, I'm bringing you to church. It's a good place for you to clap for me. Good attitude, good outcome. (laughs) I don't know how many of you saw it, but if you go to any of my handles, you will see how long ago I posted. This must be like 10 days ago or so, two weeks ago. Now, um, I'm going to come to that scripture, but talking about the right attitude, um, multimedia you may have, the definition of the right attitude the right attitude is a compelling factor when it comes to obtaining divine settlement you're struggling to understand that the right attitude is a compelling factor when it comes to obtaining divine settlement. Let me break it down. What season, what did the Lord promise us this year? Is it not settlement? He will settle us this year. Eh? It's divine settlement. Now listen to this. For you to get or obtain divine settlement, you must have the right attitude because it's the compelling factor that makes, it ab- that makes one able to obtain divine settlement. Wow. Someone say, Wow. Meaning that all the revelation and the prophetic utterance that has come concerning this year, good as it may be, as happy as we are about it, as much as we have prayed about it, if we don't get the right attitude, we may miss it. When I received the word of uh, uh, 2, 2022, being the year God will settle us, I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about the right attitude leading to divine settlement. This is revelation God is revealing to me. And I'm blessed by it. And I'm bringing it to church so that nobody will be left behind in this year of divine settlement. We will all be settled in Jesus' name. And so, the right attitude. This is how important it is. If you're ever going to get into divine settlement you better listen good if i could i will find a way to bring everybody lock everybody up here for two days and i'll be teaching about this attitude and the right attitude because it is the one thing that can knock off or knock us off the possibility of being settled now bring me the slide for sunday I think um, mm -hmm. that slide says, but my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others. And the Lord says, because of that, I will bring him into the land. Meaning, if he doesn't have the right attitude, what happens? I can't bring him in. And guess what happened? All the adults that left. Egypt, and I I hear there were about 700,000 of them, none of them entered the promised land except Caleb and Joshua. They all died. God waited for them. He says, I will leave them, all of them, scattered in the wilderness. Only Joshua and Caleb will enter the promised land. Every other person that entered the promised land were born in the wilderness. So, when I'm talking today, you better have the right attitude. If you're going to get into God's blessings, you have to have the right attitude. Okay. Now, I'm going to go back. Um, thank you. Let's go to my quotations for today. In fact, see that girl's attitude. Bring that picture back again. See that girl's attitude. Is that, is that a right attitude? Come on now, look at her for me. Is that is, is that a right attitude? Is that a good attitude? What attitude could you call it? There are plenty attitudes in this, this face that I see. Fine girl, but wrong attitude. May, may, may that not be who we are in the sight of the Lord in Jesus' name. Alright, let's go to my quotations. I'm just trying to get you to understand the big concept of the right attitude in the words the right attitude every kind of good attitude can be contained in those two words right attitude whether it is a positive attitude whether it is an encouraging attitude all of them fit into right attitude may we get it right in jesus name now thomas jefferson past president founding Fathers of the United States of America said, Nothing can, read with me, nothing can stop the man with the right attitude from achieving his goal. And nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong attitude. The first description talks about the man with the right attitude, the lower part talks about the woman with the wrong attitude. The first one is unstoppable. The second one is unhelpable. That's my own new word, unhelpable. May we will not never become unhelpable in Jesus' name. Anybody that uses that word now must pay royalty to me. Unhelpable. for me, Paul. Created on April the fourth, twenty twenty-two. <laughs> Now, the second quotation, just to remind you, is one by Walter Scott. It says, for success, read with me, for success, attitude is equally as important as ability. No matter how able and gifted you are, if it's not matched by a right attitude, you may never make it, but we'll make it well, well in style in Jesus' name. And the quotation by Clement Stone is a lesson for this part of the teaching. Let's read together. It says, there is a little difference in people. But that little difference does what? Makes a great difference. The little difference is attitude. The big difference is whether it is positive or negative. What a big difference. It means that the difference between two people who are good friends, how far they go in life, how far God settles them, is just attitude. Let me ask a question. Should we study attitude some more or not? Should we study attitude some more or not? Do we have some attitudinal problems? Small, small. Why are you all looking down? I said, do we have a little attitudinal problem here and there. Look at your neighbor. Ask your neighbor, you you know, get some attitude mm. problem. Don't look at the pastor stand. You're going to get into trouble. Just look at people around you and say, you can't ask a pastor, do you have an attitude problem? Ask your friend. And you know your friend. Say, so you know yourself. You get plenty. <laughs> I can see them talking now. <laughs> now just to uh, refresh our minds uh, i gave you the definition of attitude and it's going to come up on the screen again because i'm going somewhere this is possibly the last time i have to dwell on this subject and so that we get it right attitude is your inward disposition towards things is your inward dispositions towards people it's your inward disposition in trying and difficult situation. It's your inward disposition under unfavorable circumstances. It's your inward disposition sometimes when things are so good. Have you not seen people's attitude go south when things are so good? They suddenly... We used to be in the singles fellowship together. They suddenly got married and God blessed them with a fine little baby girl. And all of a sudden... You greet them, and you're coming to hug them. You say, hi. They carry their baby. Attitude. But before, we were together. The attitude of some people, when they get blessed, they now have a car. And they wind up when they're passing, and they pretend they can't see you. But you used to catch bus before together. Somebody say, attitude. May God help us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to focus on some attitudes today. Um, the stubborn attitude. Somebody say stubborn attitude. I can't hear you, say it loud. Is that, is that common or not, stubborn attitude? Is it common? Do you find that some Christians are stubborn? You know that stubbornness is like witchcraft, the Bible says. Uh-huh. Stubborn attitude argumentative attitude. I'm waiting for your reaction. I said argumentative attitude. Do we have any such problem in church at all? Some people, when you want to correct them or instruct them, when the ushers want them to sit down somewhere, argumentative attitude. I'm sure the ushers are saying, tell them, tell them, tell them. What about the self-justifying attitude? Come on now, I want to feel you. I know you got something to say. Self-justifying attitude. So when you're being corrected, when you're being instructed, say, no, no, it's not like that. And then you start giving every reason why you shouldn't change your attitude. The reason why a lot of attitude doesn't change is because you keep justifying it. It has become your pet. You carry it everywhere. Praise God! But if you remember what I said, that for you to obtain divine settlement, you must have the right attitude. You realize that we can't play sex, self-justifying games anymore. If may none of us be left behind when it comes to divine settlement this year, in Jesus' name. Now we want to contra. Uh, we want to contrast these three attitudes that are. I want to us to homing on today, want to contrast them to a repentant attitude. Hmm. If the, stubborn per, per, the person with a stubborn attitude gets into repentant attitude, what will happen? There will be no problem. You get into the right attitude if you used to be stubborn and you move into repentant attitude. The argumentative attitude, the antidote for that is a repentant attitude, the self-justifying attitude. What will exterminate all that nonsense will be a repent, repentant attitude. And I have the versus repentant attitude and teachable attitude. Hmm. Teachable. Some say teachable. teachable. I want to ask you, do you have a teachable attitude? i'm not talking about school after school life in life do you have a teachable attitude when they say don't talk to an adult like that will you say sorry and so on or you will say was He's it? only two years older than me he's only two years older than me you know this teachable attitude now i said all that to go into what we want to talk about this evening. Bring up my slide for today. Now That's good attitude, good outcome, good attitude, good outcome. It's a winning equation. If you want to win in life, if you want to win this year, listen to this one. If you don't have a good attitude, you may never get a good outcome. Good attitude will produce good outcome. Bad attitude is likely to produce a bad outcome. Now, look at the scripture up on the screen. It's a little small, but I'll read it to you. Matthew 15, verse 28a, reading from the message. It says, Jesus gave in and said, Oh woman! Your faith and attitude is something else. What you want is what you get. May this be what the Lord will be saying to me this year in Jesus' name. Ah, you are not repeating to yourself. May this be what the Lord will be saying to me. I'm praying for myself this year. In Je- Whatever you want is what you get. Meaning the Lord says you can have it. Because of your right attitude. Because of your good attitude. May that be exactly our experience this year in Jesus' name. This woman had a good attitude and this is a good outcome. And it didn't look like that at the beginning. I want to speak to somebody today. This year may have started rough. Things may not look right but the, that powerful thing God is putting in our hand, a good attitude, it guarantees a good outcome. And I hope the people that are not in church are able to watch the video or they're online because there's nothing about divine settlement with a bad attitude. you got to have the good attitude. Joshua and Caleb are the case in point. Nobody curse the rest of people. As a matter of fact, Okay, I'll get there. Now let's read Matthew 15, this story from the Message Bible from verse 21. Matthew 15 from verse 21. Okay. The Bible says, From there, Jesus took a trip to Tyre and Sidon. They had hardly arrived when a Canaanite woman came from the hills and pleaded, saying, Mercy, Master, son of David my daughter is cruelly afflicted by an evil spirit listen to this jesus ignored her this is how her story started jesus ignored her and anybody that saw jesus ignoring her will imagine that this woman's life can never better again because jesus is the helper of people jesus ignored her before i read any further Some people hear that it looks like life is ignoring you. The possibility of marriage is ignoring you. Money is ignoring you. Listen to what a good attitude can do. Jesus ignored her and the disciples came and complained. Now she's bothering us. She has left you. Now she's bothering us. Would you please take care of her? She's driving us crazy. Jesus refused to take care of her telling them, I've got my hands full dealing with the lost sheep of Israel. There are people that you you seem to always be on the wrong queue. Nobody nobody seems to remember you. This is what happened to this woman. This is how it started. But verse 25 says, then the woman came back to Jesus, hmm, went to her knees, somebody say attitude, and begged say master help me and jesus said it is not right to take bread out of the children's mouth and throw it to who to the dogs hello she was quick to fight she was quick to get angry She was quick. You're not saying anything. Am I reading? She was quick to get angry. She was quick to reply sharply. She was quick to get up and say, I I regret coming to talk to you. Is that what happened? The Bible says she was quick to say what? You are right, master. What? What kind of attitude is this? It says, but beggar dogs do get scraps from the master's table. Someone say attitude. Someone say good attitude. Verse 28, Jesus gave in. It wasn't prayer. It wasn't the pleading. Jesus gave in to the good attitude. And this is what he said. He exclaims saying, oh woman, your faith to me is something else. What you want is what you get. Right then, her daughter became well. Can you clap your hands for this woman? I said, can you clap your hands? What kind of attitude is that? This is a woman that was troubled. This is a woman that was ignored. This is a woman that was said, drive her away, she's a nuisance. This is a woman that when she spoke to the Lord, the Bible says Jesus ignored her. This is a woman, when she talked to the Lord, Jesus refused, saying, I got my hands through, I don't have time for anybody. This is a woman that the Lord said to her, I can't take the children's bread and give it to you, the dogs. And this is how the story ended. I don't know how the year started, but this year must end in divine settlement. What kind of amen is that? Jesus gave in. The word gave in means Jesus had made up his mind this is not going to happen. In fact, it's not the dispensation of the Gentiles yet. I'm here, The, the dispensation is for the Jews. No, no, it's not time for you people yet. The woman with the right attitude, the Lord gave in. Instead of the Lord giving in, we find people giving up on very difficult people with difficult attitude. Don't you give up on such people? You give up on them. Say, no, no, that person can't change. You just close your door, bolt your door. Instead of that, the person with a good attitude, the Bible says Jesus gave in to her. Giving to her request that was before season that is how powerful a good attitude is it's not just faith how well will your faith hold up if somebody calls you a dog because you're asking something in faith faith that is not coupled with good attitude may not go very far i hope somebody will coach that faith that is not coupled with good attitude may not get you far. As a matter of fact, there was a quotation on Sunday. It says, bad attitude is like a flat tire. If you don't change it, you will not get far in life. Is somebody learning something today? So this woman, let's talk about her. What kind of attitude is that? What would you call that attitude? Okay, let me ask a simple question. Have you seen any Christian that's had this much of a good attitude lately? Talk now. Why are you all quiet? Have you met somebody with this kind of good attitude lately? Why is it that we have not met them? She came, she queued up. They ignored her. She spoke to the Lord. The Lord said no. The disciples said no. Said, Lord, drive her away. The Lord says, "Uh, do something. He said, no, I'm not going to do anything. No, 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 no. And by the time she spoke to the Lord, the Lord talked about the dog. She didn't even turn around. Some people will not talk. But they will look at you. They turn and walk away. Meaning, I expected more from you. You might as well slap the person. You see, attitude speaks loud. They look at you. They just turn and walk away. Now, I asked a question deliberately. I said, when last you meet a Christian with such good attitude? You said, no. That is why we need to talk. This thing was written in the Bible as an example to us. That even when Jesus said the dispensation has not come, it is not written, it's not part of the story. A person with a good attitude can change a lot of things. Oh, that's, that's a slide. And when you get hold of the slide, you, the best thing for you to do is to share it. Look at the woman hold her head. That this is it. That's what a bad attitude is like if you don't deal with it. Now, this woman, I want to talk, what do you call this kind of attitude? If you met somebody like this, and you wanted to tell me about the person you met that really changed your world, what would you say to me? How would you describe the woman? Where's my microphone? Okay. Anybody, how would you describe the woman? If you met the woman on the bus, or in the cafeteria, or something. How would you describe this person? Would you say he's a human being, or would you say he's an angel? That's kind of thing I'm saying.
1: No. He's already frustrated. By looking at the tire.
0: No, no, no. I'm not talking about this woman. Okay. I'm talking about yes. the woman, the Syrophoenician
1: woman. This one, remove no. this one. It's just, uh, no. just something for you to share. The Syrophoenician woman, we will look at her as if somebody who is not with her senses at all Mm -mm. i'm
0: saying you met such good attitude okay and you are so stunned that there's still people like this you bump into me and you're trying to tell me what happened Uh, how would you describe the woman
1: i would describe the woman as a nice and repentable person you,
0: you are not no, doing no, credit okay. to it. If, if I was going to tell you about the woman, I would say, I saw a woman today. But the way she behaved, I'm sure she was an angel in disguise. If what I said makes sense, clap. If, uh, do ordinary people behave like that? No, sir. I, that must be an angelic being. That's the kind of thing I'm teaching you communication now. How will you describe this experience? Okay. Pastor Collins, how will you describe this experience?
2: The first thought that came to my mind is probably to describe her as a remarkably incredible woman. Aha, she'll go, positively.
0: Uh-huh, she'll go <laughs> in, see, remarkably incredible woman. Now, now, see, rather than that, my, the, my sad experience is that a lot of people display such bad attitude. Imagine if 50% of members of Grace Assembly had this kind of attitude. Imagine if 50% of Christians in Nigeria had this attitude. Do you know Nigeria will become a sought after country? Instead of good attitude, what are you Let's ask a question. When it comes to attitude, what is the average attitude of Nigerians? Aggressive. Argumentative. Huh? Sorry? Entitled. I want to hear something here. Somebody said something. I want to pick it up. Why are you whispering? Speak up. Uh Aha. Both of it together. They get two degrees in one person. Now, in a, in a place like Nigeria, and you know that you don't like those attitudes, you now see that how this attitude debarred the Lord from bringing us into the promise. It's a serious thing. The, we should study this woman. Why was she written in the Bible? It was not time for the Gentiles yet. What Jesus said was true. It's not time. He said, I was not sent to any but the lost sheep of Israel. It was after his resurrection that the gospel was going to go to the Gentiles. She broke every protocol and got her blessing and Jesus had to give in. I don't know why we come to church if we don't want to hear the truth that works. We chant prayer, we chant prayer, we don't get any breakthrough. This woman did not say a prayer. It, what she brought to the table was a beautiful attitude. And she got what nobody expected her to get. My prayer is that say, yeah. And as you change, you will have the same results in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The, the, the Lord said to her, oh, what you want is what you get. Let me now ask a question why are we all holding on to bad attitude that will get us have doors shut in our face cut off the favor of god our helpers don't want to have anything to do with us why do we hold on to bad attitude instead of chase after good attitude what is what why do we like What is this thing about... You see, a lot of people that have strong attitude, honestly, they hold on to it more than anything else. If you tell them, say, that's how I am. If you don't like it, go. They covet it more than even their salvation. It is the height of foolishness. This is the wisdom of God. It is written in the Bible. What she was not entitled to, by a good attitude, she went home, loaded. The disciples must have been shocked out of their minds. This is one passage every believer should read once in a month. What if she turned away? What if she got annoyed? What if she decided to get insulted? I learned from a reverend friend of mine. He said, I don't know, understand people when they say, uh, somebody insulted you. You say, somebody can want to insult you. You have to choose to feel insulted. If somebody calls you uh, 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 foolish and you look behind and say, oh, foolish, okay. Which means what? You can say whatever you want. I don't take it in. I don't respond to it and I continue to do what I'm doing. Being insulted requires your agreement. Somebody can throw an insult, you can refuse to feel insulted. It is a great insult to call somebody a dog. She refused to get insulted. She maintained a good attitude. At the end of the day, what she wanted is what she got. A round of applause for this woman. What a great teacher. I said to you, attitude is a compelling factor when it comes to obtaining divine settlement. This year, we have done, how many months now? Four months. We're in the fifth month now. Do you know what that means? Time is going. May this year not pass. <laughs> and you didn't receive the divine settlement. Because this, this is 2022. That's what the Lord said. So, he hear the heart and ear. Let him hear What is being spoken about that that attitude is a compelling factor when it comes to obtaining divine settlement? Was this woman settled or not? Was she settled just small or what? She was so settled she got written into the Bible of God. Correct. Somebody that they drove away. You know what I like about it. The disciple says she's a nuisance. You read some translations. They called her names, drive her away. At the end of the day, when she was walking away with her blessing, who is now the nuisance? It is a nuisance to hold on to bad attitude. And you remain a nuisance. With no testimony. It is better you have a good attitude... (laughs) And the people that were calling you all kind of names that your blessing shuts them up. May that be our experience this year in Jesus name. Okay. So I have in my notes here a a quotation by Femi Paul. The right attitude is the only winning attitude. The right attitude is the only winning attitude. if you want to be a winner you have to be pursuing after the right attitude because the right attitude is the only winning attitude. any other attitude in norwich and i told you the right attitude encompasses a good uh, a good attitude a positive attitude the right attitude just has everything inbuilt it's full options it's the winning attitude May we drop our loser's attitude. I didn't hear an amen. May we drop our loser's attitude and pick up the winning attitude so that Grace Assembly is known as the winner's church. So shall it be in Jesus name. I want you to bring back. Um give me numbers 1424. The New Living Translation. I want to read that. Okay, you remember my slide for Sunday talking about um, um, attitude. This is the lead scripture there. I want you to listen to it in a new way. It says, but my servant, Caleb, has a different attitude than others have. So the first question is, what kind of attitude did the rest of the almost 700,000 people have that only two people had the, the, the right attitude? Listen to the, how, how it works. By having a different attitude, he has remained loyal to me. So I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share of that land. This is the Lord speaking. Does this show that the Lord is serious about attitude or not? Come on I want to hear you. Does this show that the Lord notices attitude or not? Okay, I'm going to say something to you. Now, this is what happened when they left Egypt. The same people that the Lord opened the Red Sea for, The same people the Lord fed with the bread of angels. is the same people the Lord allowed all of them to perish in the wilderness and did not receive the promise, the manifestation of the promise that they, of the promise they received when they were in Egypt. God says, I'm going to take you to the promised land. God says, they will not enter. He says, they will not enter my rest. What did they do? Do you know, I checked the account. They never built an idol. There's no story about the wilderness that they formed an idol. It was when they got to the promised land. When, you see, when they made the, uh, golden calf, it was after. They, I just looked at it and I checked and I realized the only thing they're guilty of is bad attitude. When they got to the w- bitter waters of Mara, They complained. Do you know that complaining is an attitude? It says, let none complain as they complained. And they died in the wilderness. When there's a problem, the next thing most people do is complain. There was water, but the water was bitter. They didn't even say, thank God there's water. Now, Lord, help us. Let the water something. They complained. They left Egypt. They didn't have enough food where they're going. God rained bread for them. After a while, they complained. Said we're tired of this bread. I'm coming to get you. Some of you that say, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of my wardrobe. I'm tired of my house. I'm tired of this. They complained. Complaining is an attitude. Why they did not enter the promised land was attitude. I'm not even sure we can call it sin. Consistent bad attitude. Where is this Moses when he went to collect the Ten Commandments? Where is this Moses? He has gone. We don't know whether he's coming back. Attitude. Let me read my comments there. I think you have it in the slide. The rest of Israel died in the wilderness because of wrong attitudes. Only Caleb and Joshua, who had different attitudes, were able to enter the promised land. We have a promised land this year is to be settled. We're on a journey now. We're on a journey. Just because you started the journey, does it mean you will finish the journey? No. No. They started a journey. Many of them didn't finish the journey attitudes the rest of israel died in the wilderness because of wrong attitudes only caleb and joshua with the different attitudes were able to enter the promised land have you been complaining do you realize that's an attitude have you been challenging authority He said, Moses, where is this Moses? They called him this Moses. Some people will call their pastor names. They didn't enter. We're on a journey to being settled. Can we drop bad attitudes and begin to embrace right attitudes? Complaining attitudes, we need to deal with it. Ungrateful attitude, we need to deal with it. Negative attitude, we need to deal with it. Some people don't serve God anymore because they felt, eh, what has happened? Eh, we just f- stopped short. It's an attitude. Do you know the timing of events does not belong to man? It is God that makes all things beautiful in its time. Until the time comes, you will have to keep on keeping on. What did I say? Until the time comes, you have to keep on keeping on. And if you're getting tired, come to me. I'll pray for you for more grace. But you will get there in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask you a few questions. First of all, does this not shock you? That only for attitudes, people didn't enter. God was watching the attitude. After I opened the Red Sea for you. After I fed you. This, this is what you're going to do. They ate meat and they got destroyed because of bad attitude. I'm particularly concerned about Nigerians. Nigerians have a lot of attitude. Golly, I've been to many African countries. The toughest attitudes I have found are in Nigeria. I'm telling you the truth. If it comes to stop bon goat kind of thing, ah, we get them if it comes to argumentative, whatever we get. Other, other tribes across, they they they're milder. We have taught them in Ghana now. <laughs> we have taught them. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. We're talking about the right attitude that guarantees somebody divine settlement. I'm going to ask some questions. When Caleb and Joshua had the right attitude, at the time they demonstrated the right attitude, was the wall of Jericho there at that time? When they said, go and spy the land, they said, we can take the land. Are we? The other said, no, 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 no. They will finish us. Also, I'm saying that right attitude was saying that because God promised us we were able to take it because God is on our side. Was it because they didn't see the wall of Jericho? They saw it. That's what I'm saying. Right attitude does not depend on everything looking smooth. That's my point. They didn't have the right attitude that we can do it because they didn't, we're not saying we can do it in our own strength because God has given the land to us. God has made them our bread. That's what they said. No matter how big they are, you can't say you have faith and be demonstrating bad attitude. I'm not sure you heard that. You cannot say you have faith and be demonstrating bad attitude. That's why when the woman said, that you even the dogs are allowed to keep the straps. You say, Woman, I've not seen this kind of faith and attitude, they go together. They saw the wall of Jericho. What are you seeing that's making you develop a bad attitude? I agree that sometimes a bad attitude doesn't just jump on us maybe it's something you're seeing in your family maybe it's something in your finances maybe it's a health situation and because you don't like it you think it's enough reason to have a bad attitude the 10 spies they didn't inherit the ones i said can't be done they saw something but can i tell you something a good attitude is based on the person of god It's not based on what you're going through. It's based on the faithfulness of God, on the almightiness of God. What are your hands doing? That's where you should be clapping. Your attitude should not be based on the wall of Jericho. Didn't the wall fall down? I said, didn't the wall fall down? Who pushed the wall down? Was it Caleb and Joshua? The same way the walls confronting you will be brought down. I said, they'll be brought down. You just learn a good attitude. I'm going to ask another question. The other ten spies says, we went to the land and the giants, the son of Enoch, they are there. And these guys were still like eight feet, nine feet tall and they just break men into two. And they said, we can't take the land because of them. Did Caleb and Joshua not see the sons of Anak? So why did they have that good attitude? That we are well able to take this land. It says God has taken the strength from them. God has given them to us as bread. Giants. Without faith, it is not possible to please God. It is such a good attitude for you to believe God and say what God said in spite of the situation that's what a good attitude is all about this year never join anybody say ah because there's some giants ah because i was like ah maybe this year ah maybe nothing will happen oh no. ah maybe this year some don't just focus can i tell you something god is watching more your attitude than what you're saying i prove that to you sometimes people are saying nice things to you but their body language ah they say good afternoon man hey, i know you can help me but the construction of their face and the way they're twisting your mouth, you know that it's only lips that's talking, the heart is cursing you. Do you bless such a person? God is watching our attitude more than what we're saying. So, in all of these things, we need to adjust our attitude. Help me look at two people, say just adjust. Why are you afraid? I'm the one saying you. Just adjust. Was conquering the promised land looking easy when Joshua and Caleb said we're able to collect this land? Was it looking easy? Even the Jordan, the Bible says, was overflowing its banks. It's, you don't understand. I wish you would understand current at that point in time, it's like when they will carry people and so on. It's just so full and so ferocious and at that time, all hell is breaking loose and they said that we can take the land. They saw the the, the, the gates of uh, Jericho. They saw the fact that they were hell, hell bent on not allowing them in and yet they said that we can take the land. So, what are we talking about? Let me ask you a question. What are you facing that's changing your testimony? Come on now. What are you facing that's making you change your testimony? The Jordan was overflowing its banks. It took the Ark of the Covenant to give them passage over the Jordan. The Jordan will have swept all of them away. They didn't, at that point, know how to cross the Jordan. They didn't know how to approach the wall of Jericho. They didn't know how to face the giants. But they looked at that. They looked at what God said. They looked at the person of God and said, we're able. What I'm talking about is the attitude of a believer. I want to challenge you. If you say you have faith, it must be demonstrated in your attitude. If people understand how you live and they can plot your graph, you're not a believer yet. When you're a believer, they see the circumstances, they see how you brush it off and you continue going. That is when they will ask, what makes you the kind of person you are? Everybody would want to ask a Joshua and him, but how can you talk like this? If you respond the way ordinary people respond, if you talk like ordinary people talk, then you must, you can't have the extraordinary God. Now the house is quiet. But am I connecting with you? Your attitude should not be based on your strength. Your attitude should be based on your knowledge of God. And for this reason, the Bible says that they said, the Lord says, I will bring them into the land and they will get their full share. This year, Mew, I'm going to get divine settlement. I pray for you too that you will not miss it in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Never forget that attitude is the compelling factor when it comes to obtaining divine settlement. Bring up that that quotation again. Attitude is the compelling factor when it comes to obtaining divine settlement. Never forget that. Is somebody glad to hear what you're hearing today? It doesn't have to look good for you to have a good attitude. People don't have to say good things to you for you out of a good attitude, not to repay evil for evil It's based on what you know. It's based on who you know. Can, can you bring up that um, quotation again about the attitude being a compelling factor? Somebody help me. To, uh, the right attitude is a compelling factor when it comes to obtaining divine settlement. Let me, let me just break it down for you. If you get this wrong, Satan has stolen from you. The easiest way Satan can steal from you is just sell you bad attitude. Do you know believers pray about helpers? But because of the wrong attitude, many helpers have walked away. And they've said, don't let that fellow come through my gate again. They block your number. Or they just don't pick your call anymore. Attitude. And there's a way you have such a good attitude. Jesus said, this woman, I have not seen anybody like her. What she wants is what she gets. Rules or no rules. When it comes to her, there are no rules. May we, Ah, May we triumph in life valiantly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to now ask a question from you. How does one engage the right attitude? How does one get that? From the normal attitude, how can we switch to the right attitude? What goes on in the mind of somebody that embraces right attitude. How do they do it? What can you share with us? Yes, princess. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think the first thing one has to do is you have to decide. You really have to decide make this decision that I have to change to whatever it is that you want to change. You know, you decide within yourself then now depend on God to supply you grace, the capacity to do it. If you believe what she's saying is right, why didn't you clap for her? You have to decide. You see, a decision that is based on knowledge is easier to stand by what you decided. See, I've given you how it works. If you hold on to your bad attitude, even divine settlement, you're not likely to get. So I am appealing to your common sense that what you're holding on to is what is going to finish you. I know that most of us like our bad attitude. I don't know why we like it, but we hold on to it instead of dropping it. Now, I'm giving the arguments why you need to drop it because this is what you're missing. Satan is setting everybody up for you to hold up hold on to your bad attitude. And then Satan will say, ah, but the journey is too far. The Jordan is there. The sons of Anak are there. The walls of Jericho are there. The gates of Jericho are there. And to tell you every reason why, you should have the attitude you are having. No! It is not those ob- obstacles. It is the person of Jehovah. When you, when you have listened to this kind of teaching... It is easier to do what princess said to decide this one is not going to pay me now or in the future. So I have to be done with that. Let me now find how to embrace good attitude. A decision based on clear understanding is easier for you to retain than the one that's just emotional. You know, the difference between preaching and teaching is preaching can get you emotionally, but teaching will get your common sense. When you teach like this, your common sense will tell you this is it. But if it is preaching, you can be all emotional, run to the altar, and then you go back to normal. How can you hear such lucid thinking? And how the difference between good attitude and bad attitude, even with God, not just human beings, even with God, your road will be hard. It's easy to now say, I'm done with that. So, a round of applause once again for Princess. Thank you for that contribution. I hope some people are making a decision now. I hope you're making a decision. I hope you're not going to be talking the way you're talking anymore. You used to talk anymore. I hope you're changing your approach to things. So, once again, how do we get to leave our poor attitude and engage the right attitude? Somebody help us. We want to learn. Okay, Pastor Collins, clap for him, please.
2: Praise the Lord. Okay, I I think firstly, you need to identify what your challenge is. Identify what the problem it is with with your attitude. Number two is to take practical steps. Make practical steps in dealing with your problem. And number three is to pray about it. I'm going to give you an example. Uh, There's someone who has this problem with getting offended, getting angry very quickly. And then... Uh, One of the steps he decided to take is to, if it's a message or if it's a confrontation, decide firstly not to respond immediately when he's angry. Firstly, I will not respond. Then secondly, is to avoid, what he did is to avoid situations that make him angry. So he knows that if I walk into this situation, I'm going to get angry. And so he avoids it. If he knows that he needs to call someone and calling that person, the person will say things that makes him angry. He avoids making that call and ask somebody else to make that call. And then thirdly, I advised him. Now what you need to do now is that you, are, you have a problem. And you are trying to avoid situations that bring up that problem for you. So what you need to do right now is to pray that God deals with you in such a way. That even when the problem is standing in front of you. You don't fall prey to your own weakness. So dealing with with your weakness, true prayer, and by the Spirit. Hallelujah. You can do a lot better than that.
0: Yeah, this is a practical class. It's, it's okay for me to know that bad attitude will, will sink my boat. Good attitude will make me sail. But how do I do it? When everybody's gone, what do I need to watch out for? How can I embrace good attitude? Anybody else? You want to say something? Okay, Ambassador.
1: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, we have to re-examine ourselves. Where we have been, where we have been behaving, and you know, some of us when they correct us, we don't listen to correction. And at the same time, when you are being being corrected, that person that is correcting you, he wants good thing to come out of you. But if you don't listen to that correction, and you are now attacking that person, you know, there won't be, you can't you can achieve the good attitude that we're supposed to achieve. But when you listen, and you see the correction that that person is correcting you, you now meditate on it, and pray over it, that God, I realize my foolishness. You know, the, uh, there's an adage in Yoruba, it said that, about uh, in that means as you grow older you, you drop you avoid battles and, and <laughs> you drop the bad habits. thank you sir okay, I want you to clap for him there
0: Now the practical reality for me is that any area that you know, you have difficult attitude. if I call it bad attitude, you will say. It cannot be me. So i use difficult attitude. Any area you have difficult attitude. That's where Satan will always go. Hello. Hello. You see that woman that Jesus said, I cannot take the children's bread and give it to the dogs. He expected the woman to ignite and go. The woman surprised him. He must have heard a sermon like this. He said, I know where Jesus is going. He said, you are right, master. Even the dogs. Jesus was not bold enough to say you are a dog. He, say, he just gave a style. He said, even the dogs, should be they can eat something. Somebody you want to use style to insult, takes the insult and pass with the insult. He say, okay, just give me what I want. The Lord gave her. When you are approaching that area, pause. Reflect that this is going to happen and I'm not going to respond like this. After a while, you practice it, you master it. Do you all agree that there's an area that the devil will know how to get you to bring your bad attitude out? How many of you agree? If for instance, if you don't like insult, the day your blessing is going to come, the person that will come and deliver the insult, the, the blessing will be an insultive person. So that you slam your door on the person and say, Get out of my house, and the person carry your blessing and go. Satan will never challenge your area of strength, is your area of weakness. And he knows, if you could read the star of Jesus Christ, he knows when your star is shining. He knows this year is yes settlement. He's going to look for something to make us disqualified. The Lord will not allow him to succeed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. One thing I have in my notes is how to engage um, the right attitude is to ask someone with proven record of good attitude and the right attitude. Talk to people that you admire their attitude. When somebody gives a brilliant attitude, say, how do you do that? A lot of people admire, but they don't aspire. You admire what somebody is doing, but you don't aspire by asking them. Somebody that does not respond to insult, you need to say, oh, God, the guy called you a goat, and you didn't do anything. The, by the time the person tells you, you will know that they too start, used to have re- problems like this. They conquered it. You will learn. And sometimes you have a a time band to respond to something. Maybe you were given an offer or something. Go and talk to somebody who has experience in that area. Yoruba proverb says, If you know how to ask for information, you will never get lost in life. Some of us, we don't discuss with anybody. Me, myself, and I. There are people that have the temperament that I admire. I try to talk to them so that I can learn. Question is who do you talk to? All your friends are like you. So they can't, they have nothing they can teach you. You need to move with some people that are a little different from you so that you can learn in the area that you're not very familiar. With that, I'm going to ask you to stand. We're going to pray. Look at the picture. This is your year. I'm prophesying to someone now. This is your year. God wants to settle you, settle that problem, settle you, make you really good. This is your year. I said this is your year. And Satan knows that even with God, you can be disqualified because of bad attitude, wrong attitude. And so Satan is going to go in that direction. I want you to pray for yourself. Say, Lord as surely as the Lord wants to settle me this year, help me to remember everything we have learned about attitude so that I will not fall for this trap of the enemy. Only Joshua and Caleb were able to enter the promised land, but everybody got the same promise. Lord, I have to be the Joshua and the Caleb of grace assembly. This promise is to everybody, help me to walk wisely. Help me to remember the things I have learned. Help me to practice them. We're going to pray about justification. Pray, say, Lord, this one that I, I keep saying the reason why it is I behave like this. I respond like this and my attitude. Pray, say, Lord, help me to stop justifying my attitudes. I realize it is very defeatist. I realize it will destroy my testimony. I want you to pray seriously about that. We all do it. Justify your reactions, your attitudes. Say, Lord, help me. Seeing what I stand to lose, to drop this justifying my wrong attitudes, my bad attitudes, help me to speak to myself help me to have sessions with myself help me to confront myself that lord i can't continue like this there's too much at stake now in my life give me the grace oh god grant me the grace oh god grant us the grace oh god so that having a good attitude will enjoy a good outcome this year as we obtain a good attitude we'll have a good outcome this year and whatever the enemy has plotted for us will not be our portion we're escaping bad attitude we're escaping from wrong attitude we are now embracing good attitude and so there'll be good outcomes concerning every good word that has been spoken to us, it will not be frustrated We will enjoy good outcomes to the glory of God in the name of Jesus. I want you to hold somebody for me and help me pray for the person that this attitude thing will not sink your ship i'm praying for you because i'm my brother's keeper i'm your burden bearer. i can't get into the promised land without you i want you to pray for that person i want you to pray for that person and say lord i pray for my brother myself i even use this person as a point of contact for the members of my family the members of my church family that lord teach us a better way that the enemy will not rob us of the possibility of divine settlement because of wrong attitudes because of bad attitude help us oh god to embrace good attitude help us to stop justifying our poor attitudes grant us the grace to walk worthy of the lord like the sorrow for Asia woman help us to achieve the incredible help us to obtain the impossible help us to do exploits by the right kind of attitude by the good attitude we're guaranteed good outcomes father i join faith with my brethren pray for them i pray for myself that this good attitude will produce good outcomes for us as individuals, as families and as a church to the glory of God without fail this year. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Only one person said amen and I like that amen. Amen. Good attitude produces good outcome. We will walk out of this church. We will go about our businesses with good attitude and we'll have good outcome like never before from now till the day the lord comes it will be good outcomes for us in jesus mighty name we pray and I say amen, and amen and amen i'm talking about good outcomes no matter how things are now it's going to be a good outcome blessed be god hallelujah you may be seated um I'm going to post these slides and so that you can share the slides and you can use them for your DP and remind yourself that I'm not a victim of bad attitude anymore. I'm a Christian that has learned good attitude and good outcomes will be our experience here from in Jesus mighty name.